0: Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode, giving you five tips to prevent tiny tasks from hijacking your entire day. My name is Gillian Esquivel, I'm an author, a coach, and the CEO of Seam Omega, Unlock Potential No No Limits. So let me ask you, have you ever felt that you've had a very busy day, but maybe not as productive? Or maybe you haven't stopped take a breath all day but you still kind of struggle to put your head on the pillow at night satisfied that you got what you needed done. I think it happens to all of us at some stage. You know I was getting ready to start my day this morning when I got an email request for help. It wasn't urgent but I was about to go off down a rabbit hole to find the answers and ways to resolve or even respond to it immediately. But this one task this one tiny, tiny task was going to hijack and disrupt my whole morning planning and focused session. But thankfully, I kind of caught myself on early enough and and went back to the focused, planned work that I had. And these are the wee things that can take you off track and disrupt your day completely. You know, they hijack your time, they get you sidetracked completely. And this story is an example, I suppose, of those little tasks that we sometimes pick up that can end up taking more time than estimated or completely hijacking our morning. And it's these tiny little tasks that quickly eat up, can eat up your entire day if you let them. So what you think is going on to be, I suppose it's just gonna be a quick side task that just leads you down a rabbit hole of wasted time. But without discipline, a few of these small diversions can end up taking over the hours of our day So that one email that you're going to read only to find yourself 200 messages deep into your inbox or the one website that you're going to check out which leads you into an hour of web surfing or the one thing that you're going to do that takes you away from your work for the rest of the morning. These little tasks aren't always so little and small distractions can disrupt your entire day. So how do we prevent these small distractions from taking our day? So these are my five tips to prevent these little tiny tasks from hijacking and disrupting your entire day. Number one is pretty straightforward but it's Put the important things first. You know, make sure your essential tasks come first. And I love one of my favorite books is uh, the Power of Focus, and um, you know, by Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen, and by Lewis uh, Les Hewitt. And basically, they talk about that cool concept of prioritizing your work. How key it is! You know, you can't do everything in a day, so you make sure you do your critical stuff first. Now, putting first things first is about It's about prioritizing effectively and avoiding the time wasting because it's all too easy to avoid the challenging tasks and get on with the things that we feel comfortable with. Um, but ultimately these wee small things that you kind of feel comfortable with, you know, that are easy to do can sometimes lead us, you know, away from the important things and those important things get left behind and often with some complex consequences. So at work sometimes this often ends up us doing the tasks that we like and that we know we're good at or that we convince ourselves are easy and quick, you know, to get out of the way, but at the cost perhaps of neglecting some of the more urgent or more important stuff. You know, in their book, um, this book, The Power of Focus, they talk a lot about simple prioritizing technique that you can use in just a few minutes really to stop you getting sidetracked. So sometimes, sometimes if I feel myself, you know, getting sidetracked, I take a few minutes and a blank piece of paper and just write down on the left-hand side, like kind of the top, say, six to eight key tasks that need my attention. You know, and I start on the left-hand side of the page, write down the top eight priorities that I have. And that first of all helps you get out of your head in terms of organizing what to focus on yeah, and determining your major priorities. And then I go through each pair that there is and decide which out of the two, the top two are more important. Is it this or is it this? And then you whittle this down to the next level and the next level and the next level. Just by asking yourself, what's more important, X or Y? What's more important? x or y it's a very simple technique very straightforward but it can really help you complete, you know just get that focus back and really help you pre, pre-, pre- prioritize and and focus on the things that really will move the needle for for you that day the second thing is this one touch rule this single task mindset you know, we talk about multitasking a lot and it's great to multitask, but it may sound great, but it isn't necessarily practical. You know, rather than trying to accomplish more, you're likely to end up with many things started and not many things being finished. So where possible, it's about blocking the time, stick to one task at a time and then do it until it's done. So it's like, you know, this, this diagram here where your energy, instead of it being spread in 17 different places, that it's focused on one thing and try to get it done. Now, the theory is, yeah, for all incoming items that you've got coming in, you can commit to only touching them once. You know, specifically that applies to emails, texts, instant messages, voicemails, even paper or or, or mail in essence, anything that's coming at you into your virtual or physical inbox or virtual or physical space. You know, if you don't have time to fully respond to messages, don't even read them until you do have time. You'll only be distracted and, and thinking about it, but not really able to take any action. So what does that mean practically? In practice, you know, when, when you get an incoming message or an email, instant message, text, whatever, there, there are really only three sort of straightforward, actionable steps available to you, if you think about it, that you can choose. The first thing is archive it, tag it, and file it. So it could be informational stuff that, you know, you don't really need to respond to, you don't really need to act on, but you just archive it, you tag it or you file it. <laughs> the second thing is respond to it. So if you can respond with the information you have in your brain at your fingertips, brilliant, just do it. And the third thing then is, you know, just even add it to your task list. If the message or the thing that you're looking at in um, is, maybe it's relaying a project or a task that you know, that you need to do or but you don't have all the information required to answer it yet or to get attacking at it fully yet, add it to your task list, prioritize it realistically and, you know, respond to to let the sender know that when they should expect even a response to it or respect some or expect a reply or completion. But then you put it in your task list, the to-do so implementing that one touch rule and start seeing results both, not only in increased time available, but also that decreased level of stress as well. Number three is my favorite one, the power of three, and I have think I've, I've used this quite a lot in some previous blogs, but it's it's a, it was a real game changer for me personally. And having coached hundreds of clients, you know it's definitely something I've seen that has really made an impact on how they manage their day. Just having that, that, that power of three, you know, we all have a to-do list to keep track of our work. And sometimes trying to stick to it can be a real challenge. You know, in, in theory, when you work from your list, you know, you stay on track. Uh, you know, you don't wander off to unrelated and kind of miscellaneous tra- tasks. But that's not really what happens in practice. So I love this concept of the power three is usually I would do it the night before or even the morning off, you know, when I'm in the morning time, thinking, okay, what are the three non-negotiable items from this list that I want to really achieve that will help me move the needle today? They're the items that tonight, when I put my head in the pillow, I'm going to sleep better knowing that I actually got them done. And, And they have to be doable. They have to be realistic. So sticking to that power of three or five, you know, for the high performers are that say, well, there's five things. You know, these are non-negotiables. You know, and in your peak energy time, you know, maybe these are you've got chunk focus time blocks of maybe 45 minutes that you just focus on them, and, and you start pushing some sort of progress towards them. So big tasks, maybe that you need to get started on or get done. But what are the three non-negotiables that you really want to get finished? just focus on them first or have that drive to get those done because sometimes our to-do list can be very very overwhelming but this power of three is also it's very outcome focused rather than just this whole massive list of tasks number four is i would say use a timer for focus time so sometimes we're not even aware of how much time we waste when we get hijacked down a rabbit hole of tiny tasks so sometimes i say you just use a timer you know if, if you don't want to use your phone get a clock or an alarm system have it in front of you you know studies from the High Performance Institute have, have shown that you know blocked focus time of 45 minutes 50 minutes max just block out that time go into Wi-Fi or uh, airplane mode take off your Wi-Fi whatever you need to do shut down all the messages if you could just get a block time of 40 45 minutes just to help you move the needle and make progress in the big tasks, those prolific quality outputs, those things that matter most to you and your job. You know, set your environment up to go into that airplane mode, turn on your timer, chunk the time and just focus on that one thing. Really can significantly increase, enhance your energy, but also just allow you to start making some progress in the areas that matter most. And finally, number five, clutter-free. You know, maintaining a clean place to do your work helps your mind from wandering, and, and it's common sense, really. It's just, It helps you from being distracted by other items lying around your desk or on your desktop. So this is an instance when out of sight, out of mind is actually your friend, I suppose. So if, especially if you're working from home, it's, it's even more important to have a spot that's and a space that you're working in that's clutter-free. So creating a space in your home that can be your own personal workspace. Even if this is your living room table or a desk in your bedroom, no matter where you are, setting aside that space solely for work and nothing else. It's a clear desk, clear mind. Um, having all the, the bits and pieces, of stationery that you need to hand, whatever, put on up your, you know, your, I, I talk a lot about mapping out some of the key goals that you have and breaking them into bite-sized chunks, having all them in front of you, your power of three that you want to focus on today, writing on a post note, stick it in front of you and that's it, that's your level of focus. Reducing the clutter can help you significantly reduce and tune out the distractions around you. And this can mean actions like, you know, even turning off your phone, closing your email app down, uh, turning off Teams, for, for example, just even for 40 minutes while you're focusing, just putting a headset on, concentrating on music if you like music when you're working, but really try to clear out the clutter, have your focus time on, on the key things that matter most, rather than getting sucked into all these different rabbit holes of all these other little tiny tasks that you think will only take you a short amount of time, but sometimes that's when you get hijacked. So in summary, you know, let the little things be, yeah? And and focus on you know the, these five key tips to prevent you from Get letting these tiny tasks hijack your day. Number one, put the important things first. Prioritize. You know, use the, the one-touch rule where possible with that single task mindset. Number three, use the power of three. Consider your to-do list and yes, but really hone down the three non-negotiable outcomes that you want for the day. Number four, use a timer for your focus time. So you start to get curious about, even when you do go down these rabbit holes, just see the amount of time. When you see that, the amount of time that's wasted or, or spent on something. Yeah, with the, you, you deceive yourself. You think it'll only be five minutes. Twenty-five minutes later and you're still there. And finally, clutter-free. workspace desktop, virtual and physical environment, it's so important. Just focus on the one or two things. For example, sometimes what I would do in my clutter-free mindset is just take, put everything away, get my post-it note and write down the one thing that I'm going to focus on for the next 40 minutes and don't move until I get that and turn on my clock, my timer and focus on that. Clutter-free really does make a massive difference. So you don't have to pick up every small task that catches your eye. In fact, you just need to do let let the little things be. Stick to your power of three or five. Focus on the non-negotiables first in your peak energy time, in your chunk blocks of time, and the big, dig the big tasks. And then whenever you've got a little bit of lull time or in between different, you know, meetings or whatever, then you start picking up the little things according to how you've either tagged them, archived them, or maybe you've even just said, you know, I'm going to put that on my to do list. It's not a priority right now. So I hope you find this useful. Please share this with people or someone you think that it may actually benefit from it and we have a lot of free tools that we have on our website please go to our website and go into blog there's lots of other uh, I suppose blogs there specifically about procrastination about time management about clearing your head of or calming your head of the chaos and so on and there's there's a lot of really good stuff there that that would really help you so share that with not only if, if it's useful for you but with friends and colleagues and if you have any comments please reach out to us we'd love to hear from you see you all in the next episode thanks Thanks for joining me, folks. Take care now. Bye-bye.